0: Know what's happening? It's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaCanfora. You have to wonder the future of Dak Prescott. I don't know if he's playing for his job, but I have to believe that whatever you believed in him is slowly dissipating. And now the Cowboys find themselves with injuries and some question marks as we move forward. Well.
1: The the reality of the situation there is Dak, you know toils at the pleasure and service of one person, and there's one opinion that matters. Maybe one and a half, you know, because Stephen Jones will have a voice, but it, it depends if you know. Sometimes Jerry listens, sometimes he doesn't. That that's it. Like it it it's a one man decision making process. Uh, it's one man who has negotiated all those contracts and decided what um. Everybody on that team is worth. And, like, I can remember when this went down and he went from Romo to Dak in the first place. And I don't think everybody would have handled it the way that Jerry did. But Jerry's emotions and his wallet and a lot of things become intertwined. And uh, that is not a a normal separation of church and state for a normal NFL franchise. it's It's just not. And it hasn't worked very well there for a long long time but we also know it's not going to change so you know i'm not it it really all comes down to when jerry's willing to admit defeat when he's willing to admit that it is a sunk cost even though i it's i can't blame the gm you know what i mean i can't blame the cap guy i can't blame my account like it's me i am we don't have a general you know Will McClay helps me pick personnel, you know what I mean? And my son helps me run the business and bounce the books, but A! yes, yeah. it's my, it's my yeah. show. So when is he willing to admit that his show, you know, his his three-ring circus ne- needs a new ringleader? I don't know. Um but it's bad. And and look, the head the head coach, he he thought long and hard about moving off that head coach a year ago. He, he should have done it. Um you know, he's giving McCarthy a chance to show that he can do exactly the opposite of why he got hired. He got hired because he said, I'm not going to micromanage. I, I, I can't run the whole thing. The game has changed. The league has changed, right? And I'm going to be the CEO and I'm going to get this team ready to play and I'm going to intervene and I'm going to have final say, but I'm not scripting every play. I'm not calling every play. Not, that's There's that, too much. You, you were right. <laughs> all, the, all the crap you said to get hired... It was right. He still should not have been hired, but it was kind of true. You know, yeah. it, it's a bunch of screen passes to nowhere. It's the occasional deep shot to CD Lamb. Correct. Um, the running game has dried, dried, uh, you know, it, it's dried up completely. Pollard's yards per touch are a shell of what they were a year ago. And the quarterback seems to lack vision, lack confidence, um, uh, lack really himself any belief that this group is very good. The red zone offense is a complete and utter joke. And the defense is not, like, it, it's not what people make it out to me. Be. Just because they have an early run against some really inept teams, you know, Micah's going to slow down. You know, the rest of that group, it's very top-heavy. You lose a guy like a digs that early in the season, you know, it, it, it hurts. They can't beat good yeah. teams. They're not going to beat good teams. Um, they can't beat you, like, Scheme alone uh, They're they're not as talented as they think They are Uh, They've been lucky to play in what's been A pretty patently there's a reason why Nobody's won that division back to back years for as Long as they have right Because nobody's really been All that good the Eagles right now Are legitimately good and They're not going to be knocked off that perch And the Cowboys will make the playoffs And then the Cowboys will eventually face a Lions or an Eagles or You know a 49ers in, In the divisional round And they'll get punched in the face. And that'll be that. And and maybe there will be a new quarterback next year. Um, But this is not changing. They've been the same middling operation forever.
0: So it is what it is, you know.
1: Uh,
0: You know, but but here's the thing, Jason. I mean, with with the moves, you know, the way they drafted, I think Cowboy fans, you know, it's easy to buy in and say, oh, we're going to be better than we were last year. I think this game, more than anything, and if you watched it, Cowboy fans know this, but the 49ers were just more physical than the oh, Cowboys. Yeah. So it wasn't even about game planning and scheming with Shanahan made that defense and Dan Quinn look silly, but Fred Warner, a sack, a pick, a forced fumble, their defense is just flat out better, and they're more physical. Then you couldn't stop Kittle, who everybody said was washed up and wasn't scoring touchdowns, and he scores three against you. So. yeah. You know, it's just those things that jumped out at me that said, okay, the Cowboys are held to six yards in the first quarter and no first downs for 17 minutes of this game. That's dominating. They
1: can't can't play from behind, Carl. And even when they were on their little magic carpet right early in the year, I was kind of sitting there saying, well, like what happens when it's not a rainy night in the Meadowlands, right? When they don't block a, a field goal for a touchdown, You know what I mean? When when Daniel, when when the other quarterback isn't throwing pick sixes right out of the gate. Like what happens like when when the game is tough, when they don't catch early breaks, when they do have to play from behind, when they are down one of their top players? Like, do they do they get nasty or do they shrink? Their DNA has been shrink. And there's been a lot of shrinkage this year. Like it did. It didn't take all that long. Right? It took a bad first half against Arizona, and they haven't really recovered from that since. Um, you know, I, could he whack the coach and, and turn it over to Dan Quinn in desperation at some point in the season? Maybe. I, I mean, I, I I guess. You know, I, I, I guess. But Dan Quinn's got his hands full right now, too. Yes. You know, and uh, they the People at the line of scrimmage. No, they're,
0: they're not. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not
1: as uh, simple you know as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't
0: want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. You saw the difference in that defense. I mean, everybody wants to talk about who's got the best defense. The Eagles have the best personnel and they're deep. 49ers, though, are a more complete team and you saw it. And the Cowboys are distant third or fourth or whatever you want to put them because you saw that head to head when you talk about, oh, this defense is better than, than that defense. Hey, guys, it is In the Huddle. Subscribe In the Huddle pod on YouTube. Make sure you check us out. We'd love to you for you to uh, pass along to your football friends because we talk football on this podcast, guys. All things NFL, Jason Lock on four, Carl Dukes, and Brian Baldinger each and every week. All right, let's move on and talk about some of the other things that we saw in week five of the NFL. I was concerned, Joe Burrow, and I talked about this, Jason, on my national show Sundays. That he was going to be limited with his mobility. And if he is, yep. and this is a nagging injury that won't go away, the Bengals are gonna have a tough time this season. I don't know what Joe Burrow's pain threshold is, but damn, he looked good against uh against the Cardinals on Sunday. I mean, he came he look, out and that look looked yes, that looked like the Joe Burrow we're used to seeing. So is he over this injury or what what's going on here?
1: Well, look, there's no doubt that I, I talked to a lot of people about this last week um, and just called people I trust around the league just to shoot, you know, shoot the crap. And, who, you know, who do you like? Who don't, don't you like? Who surprised you? And then obviously, you know, somebody, the, the conversation would turn to biggest disappointments. And obviously the Bengals be in that conversation. And everybody I talked to kind of said a variation of the same thing. Like, this is different than the years past because the quarterback is still hurt. And when, you know, if slash when the quarterback – feels healthy enough that he can get back into play action because he's you know he can twist, he can turn, he can hand, you know, he he can fake a handoff. He can turn his back to the defense. He can spin back around right and make a play. Like they're going to be better. When 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 he can move the launch spot where he's not a sitting duck basically back there, it's going to help the offensive line. It's going to help the receivers. It's going to change everything. When he feels confident enough in both legs to really push the ball downfield again, you know, that's going to, that's going to be a game changer. And and it, you, if you watch that game, they come out in like a hurry up pace. Like they're, they're coming out almost no auto. And I'm like, well, that's, hmm. I don't know, we've seen a whole lot of that. Like, I wonder if this this cat's feeling better today. And then they get down into the red zone where things have bogged down for them. And they're in a goal to go situation. And he takes the handoff, off and immediately he he starts drifting right and he looks pretty good and he stops on a dime. He throws across his body to the left side of the end zone to Jamar Chase. I'm like, okay, Crazy. that yeah, haven't seen that. Like, haven't seen him move the spot like that, throw across his body, all those things. And then in the second half, he takes off and runs for ten yards. He had one scramble all season for one yard coming into that game. Um, and then 68-yard bomb to Chase, obviously, we haven't seen that either. They were averaging 4.8 yards per attempt through four weeks, the lowest in the NFL since 1950. So, yeah, he clearly felt better. You could hear it in his voice afterwards. Um, he he felt different on that first drive. And he said, I felt, I felt different on that first drive, especially that first touchdown throw, as short as it was. Um, that's a team that wants to throw to set up the run. If, if they can come out now and they can, and, and he was a demon in play action. Um, I think he had almost 100 yards in play action. He had 155 yards all season, the first four weeks out of play action. It was a non factor for them. He couldn't really do it because clearly it, the calf was compromised. He didn't like it, it didn't feel right. Um, so, look, it was against Arizona but Arizona's better than we thought they were going to be. And it was a must-win game. And Joe Burrow talked a lot after that game that this feels like New Orleans. And he's referencing them beating the Saints in week six last year, which was their first uh, of 10 wins in their final 11 games that ultimately led them back to the AFC championship game. And Carl Dukes, do you know who had the most rushing yards of any player who took part in that AFC championship game? Was it Burrow? Joe Burrow. Only 30 yards, but he was the leading rusher. in that game. So, yeah, I think his mobility matters a little bit. And it certainly was compromising what they could do schematically and from a production standpoint. And, look, T. Higgins, I think, is going to be back at some point here, which will yep. help. And they're doing it right now without a tight end, without any semblance of a tight end, without even pretending there's a tight end. So, Mike Brown, here's what I want you to do for me, bro. Dig a little deeper into those pockets. I, I know. <laughs> I know making <laughs> we've come a long way from kenny anderson playing you know mvp type football for i don't know a couple hundred thousand dollars a year those days are over you know what i know so here's what you're going to do you're going to call Bill Balchak, right you're going to ring him up you're going to talk about how much of uh uh hunter henry's uh contract you want to eat you got a, you got a 10 million dollar tight end there it doesn't even see the ball right you don't even have a quarterback bill you need draft picks, buddy. You're one and four. Uh, the days are flipped, right? I used to be on the other end of these phone calls, Bill, but not anymore. I want you tight end, or you can't get him. Just call Carolina. How you know you lost Hayden Hurst? Who's not super special, but he's a size, high speed guy. He's got wingspan. He was a nice, yeah. he was solid. a nice intermediate target for Joe Burrow. You had to defend him in the slot. It's one different body type now that you have to defend in the slot. And, yeah, I know you just signed this guy, but you're not winning anything with him. You know, why don't don't, you need draft picks over there in Carolina, right? You traded all those picks to move up and get a quarterback who can't push the ball down the field at all. So they've got to get him. I think you had to move to get a healthy T Higgins, a healthy Joe Burrow. Yeah, some sort of move tight end.